Alrighty, baby. Here we are. Brand new episode. And of course, being me, had to start it off late. Should have done this shit last week when I said I was going to watch episode 5. And I did watch episode 5. But that's okay, man. Because we're here today, man. I'll be here for many more to come. So... You know, quick recap, episode five, like, we did find out who killed fucking Kaz, and it was a fucking cunt. Woo! You know what, though? I'm gonna just assume that if you listen to this podcast, you've seen the episode, so, you know what I'm saying? Let's just discuss what we hope happens, okay? And we'll go through what happened very quickly. So, Liz thought she was the killer, because she actually happened to walk upon... Kaz, after she got murdered, and she's, she saw, you know, her dead body, and she thought she really went looking for her to kill her. And if they're done, then they found out that she doesn't have the mental capacity to actually have done all the stuff that happened during the murder. <clears throat> and then we, tr- you know, we're thinking, oh my god, Ruby did it? Come on, Rube? Ruby? And Rita was like, you did not fucking do that shit. She's like, nah, sis, I just took this bitch's charge. And while everybody's thinking, like, it's, it could be anybody, you know, Rita, she just completely dismisses the fact that it could be Mari, wink, motherfucking wink, dog. She's like, she's a real piece of whack, but she she never gets her hands dirty. Well, bitch, she got her hands dirty, and she sliced her arm, my nigga. And you know what? That bitch is foul, cuz. And Ellie is a dumb bitch, straight up. I hope, first of all, if... If Allie, or Ellie, whatever the fuck, Allie, the way they say it is Ellie. So I think it's Ellie. Yeah, it's Ellie. God damn it. If Allie does not decapitate fucking Mari Winter, bro, then they need to fucking, like, destroy both Allie and Kaz because that's what they fucking deserve for fucking killing Kaz, bro. And I say that to Allie because Allie, when at the fucking memorial they have for Kaz, she's... A fucking Mari's about to get shanked the fuck up by this black bitch. And fucking Allie comes in front of her like, no, no, stop it. She didn't kill her. And she's like, how do you know? She's like, because she was with me. Right? Right? And then we find out, bada bing, bada boom, that she was lying. Because I think they just straight up said, like, why why'd you lie for me? You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to lie for me. Because they would have thought you killed her. And I know you didn't. Ali, you stupid bitch. You know better than that. And then uh, they see, like, some picture of her pushing a laundry cart. Dun, dun, dun. Obviously, she put her fucking shit in the laundry, right? Probably. Probably. I don't know where she... What? I don't know what where she had it, though, because they didn't found it. It's probably on that laundry cart, right? Just waiting. So then, a couple of scenes later, Ali just so happens to see where Costa stashes her drugs. And so what does she do? She goes to Mari and she's like, yo, I, f- I know where Costa uh, holds her drugs, bro. I want to, I, sh- I should go tell tell a screw. Because that's what they call a security guard, screws. So cool. So cool, dude. And Mari's like, nah, don't do that. Because if anybody finds out, you'll be labeled a snitch. And I don't, want you to, I don't want you to get hurt. Cut to, like, next scene, next couple scenes, whatever, whatever, right? Nigga, so Costa and the posse walk up into the library and they go to the little air vent or duct, whatever. That's where she has her drugs. And fucking, uh, I forgot what the name of the security guard is. I feel like his name is Peter or something. This nigga comes in 
hands down Costa with Will and shit. And they found her red-handed, you know what I'm saying, just like they wanted to. And then she, she takes down one thing, and she's like, that's not mine. And then they reach again, and, like, there's another, like, bundle. And she's like, that's not mine. And then they fucking reach more, and they find the hoodie with the bloody print on it. Because, I mean, I forgot to mention that, but they had, like, CCTV of the killer with, like, a blood stain on her arm. So, that, so they were looking for that, right? So, boom, they find the fucking shit in the vent. Immediately, I thought, yo, this fucking cunt Mari really killed her, yo. She really put that shit in the fucking vent and got away with it. She really gonna gonna fucking uh, uh, frame uh, Costa for this shit, bro? She gonna get away with that shit, bro? Yo, my nigga, no way, bro. This cannot be happening right now. And then confirmation, like the scene before, like the scene before the last scene... Fucking Mari re-wraps her arm, yo. So she had a hoodie. She has a hoodie, her hoodie on, and she wraps her arm up so she, as she shows, like, that big-ass fucking cut. And I don't know how the fuck she cut herself, like, unless, like, as she slit this bitch's throat, she just, like, cut her arm when she was trying to put it back in her pocket or some shit. Like, I don't know, but shit not right, yo. Because real talk, I'm trying to see, or if it would be dope, too, if Rita just beat, the sh- beat fucking Mari to, to fucking death. But now, you know what, I'm going to pause this recording and then jump right back into it after I finish episode 6 because fucking this shit is too too short and I'm about to watch episode 6 in a, in a, in a jiffy. I'm about to say it right now, but I might as well pull it up before I try to watch it. Sounding, sounding dumb. Sounding stupid as hell. Sounding about stupid. While we wait. Oh, no, we're not really waiting. I don't know how Wentworth isn't always on the fucking front page of this shit, yo. Shit, not right. Oh, yeah, and Animal Kingdom is tonight. Liddy. Litty. Oh, my God. I'm so excited because now they have, like, the actual cover for the seasons on this on this app. And the fucking last season, this season, is fucking Mari and Rita, chest to chest, face to face. Rita looking like she about to beat her ass. Mari looking up like, oh, bitch, your sister killed my son. And you know what I'm saying? It says, went worth. And in between went and worth, it says, every sentence has led to this. Come on, son. Come on. Oh, man. I love this show. Fucking A, I love this show, bro. Honestly, if it wasn't for The Sopranos and The Wire and The Shield and a couple other shows, then Wentworth would be the best show ever. Honestly. For a one for a show that is based on one setting, it's honestly it's incomparable. 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 Aluminium, bitch. Alright, I'll be back and hopefully I can drag the last half out and really, you know, annoy some folks. BRB bar. So you know what I'm saying? Actually, gonna have to wait for that shit to uh like load and shit. So I'm about to take this shit with me to the kitchen. And hmm, should I make the steak? Well you gotta let it either way, you gotta let the steak out for a little bit to let that shit get to room temperature so you can cook it evenly.
<clears throat> so you don't have a cold center when you make your medium rare or rare steak. How did I learn this? Uh, Gordon Ramsay explicitly taught me. Like, he pulled up and he was like, yo, I'll show you the secrets, bro. And I was like, dude, sounds a little creepy, but I'm fucking with it, bro. And he pulled out this fucking meat rack out of his pants. And I was like, dude, no, no. Never do that shit again, my guy. And he never did it again, but like, still, like, bro. What I was really concerned about was how did he keep the meat cold? Like, what? No, I'm kidding. I just obviously, obviously I'm kidding. I watched the YouTube video on it. Leave that steak out for 5 to 10 minutes, depending on the cut. I usually leave it for 10 or sometimes I forget and I just leave that shit. You know what I'm saying? 20 minutes, whatever. Because when I come back out, that shit's about to get cooked anyways, so it don't really matter. And honestly, I've found that the more you let your steak marinate, the better it really is. Like, something about it. It gets sweeter as the days go on, you know? It's crazy. Like, fuck around and just put salt and pepper on your steak. Both sides, all four sides, however you want to do it. And leave that bitch for like three to four days. If you're about that fucking aged beef life i mean it's not frozen aged or dry aged beef but it's not even really aged it's just i don't know what it is that makes it sweeter but it is and if you're a pussy and you eat your steak well done then you shouldn't even be fucking listening to this podcast like get the fuck out bro you're fucking strong ass jaw strong ass fucking fucking molars you're goddamn you don't even have teeth bro you have fucking fangs not even fangs you have a fucking shark mouth 800 rows of fucking teeth. I don't know. I think it's actually three rows. As I got into an argument today with my former boss that a, uh, what do you call it? A centimeter to a centimeter. And I said that there was like 18 boxes. And he was like, no, there's 10. And I was like, I was being exaggerated. He's like, yeah, but like you said, it's just a centimeter. There's a difference. I was like, nigga, what? You retarded bitch. But. You know, whatever. Fuck all that bullshit, man. You know, life is too short to be miserable as fuck. And it is especially too short to take less than you deserve or accept less than you deserve. And some people might feel like they deserve more. For no reason. I might be like that. Who knows? But I've never felt the need to stay somewhere where I'm being disrespected or unappreciated unappreciated and especially with no kind of benefits there's like except for just some money there's no point in being miserable all your life working somewhere but don't be lazy don't just get stuck in a rut laying in bed all day all the time don't do that find something find something to do find something you enjoy you love and follow that, you know what I'm saying? The most happiest people on earth are the people that do what they love. Because they're not working. And believe it, believe that corny ass saying because it is so fucking true. Man, oh man, is it true. You know? 
wanted to go on a rant, but who knows. But if you're doing something that doesn't make you happy just for the paycheck and you're miserable, though, ask yourself, is it really worth it to be miserable like this? And if you're asking yourself this and in the past you've said, I'm going to quit this job. I'm going to quit this job. And you're there two, a year, three years later. Let me just tell you right now, buddy, you're not quitting that job. And you will forever be miserable and you will always complain and complain until those complaints fall on deaf ears because you're doing nothing about it. No one likes a complainer. And... No one likes to take risks because to risk something is to do something that you're really uncertain of. You don't know the outcome. You don't know that everything's going to be all right. And in most cases in life, nothing is all right and nothing ever is. You know, you take your wins and you take your losses. And in life, you got a lot of losses. There ain't no W in life, cuz. It's just a fucking L, dog, because what you take... All your life is L's until you turn that shit into a fucking W. I wonder if um, there's a W in the word life in like a certain translation. Hmm. But in Spanish, life is vida. And that's close enough to W, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Put two V's, it's a W. It kind of makes no sense. But they actually changed how, like, how uh, W's are written, too. Just kind of realized that. I mean, it was always like a VV, but before you would actually be kind of taught to draw it in lowercase and uppercase, like some titties, like some droopy titties. But like nowadays, I don't know, they switching everything up. And hmm, I feel like I should cook this steak. Yeah, I'm about to cook this shit. Get that shit. Smelling delicioso. Delicioso. Yeah, and you know, I'm not trying to tell anybody who is listening, which is probably like a person and a half, statistically, to like, just leave your job, do anything uncertain, leave your job that you're miserable at. That's the main part. If you're miserable at that job, do you really need to stay there? And I get it. You got to get that check. You got to get that money. But don't just stay there and fucking complain every day. Because every day you have time, at least a little bit of time, to set aside for what you want to do. And you can distract yourself in many different ways, but you will always have that time. So long as you have time to yourself, you have time to accomplish anything. Because five days every day for seven days, that's fucking 35 minutes set aside towards whatever it is that you want to do and in that five minutes the next week you'll turn it into into 10 you go from 35 minutes to an hour and 10 then you set aside 15 minutes a day where are we at it now because i'm not doing that math but you know what is doing that math 15 times 7 is my calculator 105 cuz damn yo i'm really dumb it's just 35 more jesus christ come on bro get it together but you get the point Cause like, what are you gonna do all your life? Be miserable? I mean, you might as well at least take a shot at happiness and take a shot at being what you wanna be. Because when you die or when you're dying, 
you're really not going to say, I wish I took it a little bit easier. I wish I wish I didn't risk it. Because at the end, you'll be wondering, what, what, what if? And that's the scariest thing to me. To be wondering all my life, up until death, what if? What if I did this? What would have really happened? Because in my head, I know everything that I do. I can do great and I can do great things. But if I'm not acting towards that shit, it's never going to become reality. I can believe it all I want, but you have to take actions towards things that you want to make it real. And this is one of those actions. You know, I've always been great at taking advice, but not taking my own. And I kind of wanted to turn that into this, turn this into that, turn this podcast into that while I still talk about shows because that is my passion because I watch way too much TV, not even TV anymore because, you know what I'm saying, I don't got cable, got that Hulu Plus and that greatest fire stick, baby. Listen to that fucking muffler, nigga. That nigga going 50 miles an hour. He still ain't even past my fucking apartment building. That's how you know he's going slow, bro. We're going to take a, a quick listen to the steak. Smells amazing. Not going to lie. And it's like a flank, it's a flank steak. I like how those come out. Even though one day my mom came with it and I think she got it by accident. But I was like, yo, this shit good. That shit gets mad juicy. I don't know. But where the fuck was I at, man? Yeah, you got to take action in life, you know? Just like you do every day at work, you take action. You take action to continue living a miserable life. Now, who says, what says, who say you, what say you about taking action towards being happy? Because if you only, if you accept your misery, that's all you will ever have. You can accept happiness just as easily as misery. And if you think about it, the things that you'll have to go through to really be happy is just basically misery that's worth it. Because you really will not compare to the misery of being treated like shit or the misery of fucking just not being where you want to be because you know yourself, you're doing Things, achieving things, making those goals reality, taking steps forward, not backwards, not standing in fucking place. You are moving forward to be what you want to be, be the best you can be, be the best you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever your goal is, go accomplish that shit. Because anybody that's telling you that you can't do something is just someone that's too scared to believe, too scared to dream, too scared to accept that they can be something better than what they are in their life because hey maybe they're a manager maybe they're a supervisor who knows maybe that's what maybe that's enough for them but just because it's enough for them doesn't mean that it's enough for you whatever you want to do you got to take those steps to do that shit and you can never stop never stop never stop it like my guy i always want to say adam sandler i don't know why andy sandberg said in the fucking movie that he made I even though I never watched it, I don't even think he said it. I think it was actually one of the songs, but he, uh, yeah, I never watched that movie. But I've always loved the title, Never Stop, Never Stopping. And that could be taken in like two ways. I mean, obviously, that's like a trip, like it's like a double negative, right? But if you take it apart, it's Never Stop and Never Stopping. 
That could be a statement. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm never going to stop. Never stopping. As redundant as that sounds, it kind of makes sense. And then it's like an attitude to never stop. I'm never stopping. That's my attitude. That's the attitude I will take. And that's the attitude that I want anybody who listens to this shit to take towards whatever it is that they have a goal for. Whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be big. Make it really small so that when you achieve it, you feel like you have the world by its fucking balls and or clitoris. And you are flinging that bitch around like a fucking mouse by its tail. And you're about to drop it on its goddamn neck. Because this life is your bitch. Don't be a bitch. Make life your bitch. You know what I'm saying? But also, let me... I keep getting sidetracked. The attitude of never stopping. You can never stop that attitude. That's how I always thought of it. And that's why I really liked it. That's why I really, you know, rang, rang with me or whatever the fuck. Whatever, however you say it. Um, I forget what it is. What term I'm trying to use and shit, but whatever. Resonated. There it is. Usually that shit takes me forever to remember a word. But I must just be super pumped, super hype, super happy. Um... I mean, I don't know where else to take this. Because honestly, I also keep forgetting where the fuck I am and what I'm talking about. But yeah, if you listen to this, just know you can do anything that you set your mind to that you are physically able of doing. I always believed that that saying, you can do anything you set your mind to because that is true, but sometimes you can't physically do that. So you need to embrace reality and accept certain realities. You know, like some things you can't change. You know what I'm saying? You got a little dick, you got a little dick. Can't really change that. But if you're weak and scrawny, you can change that. It's fucking work out. Take protein shakes, protein supplements, eat your supplements, vitamins, all that shit. Fucking Bradley Martin wasn't 300,000 fucking pounds of muscle. All his life, he used to look kind of like me, although he is pretty tall, so not really kind of like me. Actually, kind of look worse because he's taller because he's skinny as shit, but, you know, you can do anything to set your mind to, anything that you're physically able to do. Even And, some, you know, that kind of sounds like I'm walking it back and I'm not being as, you know, fucking encouraging, saying, you know, anything that you're, you're physically able to do. But fuck that shit is hot. God damn it. I don't know why I flipped the steak and then tried to touch it to see if it see where it's at. I always do that shit. Usually doesn't burn like that though. See if there's something you always wanted to do, think about that shit. Think about how you can do it. And now we have Google. You can never, you don't, you can never say I can't figure it out. I don't know how. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck. Because you, all you literally have to do is pick up your fucking phone, go to the internet application, or pick up your laptop, pick up your tablet, whatever. Sometimes I think you, you could even surf the web on TV. So Google, how the fuck do I get it going? How do I get it going? How to start this? How to start that? How to start a business? How to start a company? Whatever it is you want to do. And just because your dreams may be huge and seem even ridic- it's ridiculous even to you, 
step by step, those dreams will become more and more obtainable and less and less ridiculous. Okay? You know, you have nothing now, but most of the success stories, they didn't start with everything. They came from nothing. You got to start out somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And just because you're starting right now with nothing to show for, so what? You're starting. In a month, two months, three months, who knows how long, but you will have something to show for it. Whether it be money or respect in your, in your, in your industry or your crafts, recognition, you know, all those things go together anyways. Respecting your craft, recognition, and money. You need respecting your craft and recognition to make any money, to make the most, most of the money, I should say. And now, I'm gonna eat this fucking steak like a goddamn savage. And, hmm. I don't know if I'll pick this back up, but if not, I think I'll just upload this and then re record again. So, yeah, we'll see. If I do just upload this, I probably do a little outro or not. We'll see. Yo, deadass, headass, though. I'm gonna do a little outro during the intro of Wentworth. I'm hyped for this episode because I know that Mari confronts uh, Rita or Ruby about this shit. And dumbass Vera trying to be smart. Always, always when she's trying to be smart, she does dumb shit. She, like, just puts her life in danger. All right, it's about to start right now. Uh, fuck it. Uh, 